When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Betches Media presents. Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sup Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Sage. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Happy Spooky Thursday, last uh, last podcast before Halloween. That I didn't even think of that. Do you have any exciting plans? None. Neither. <laughs> I love Halloween. You know, Halloween is my Christmas. Really? Like, I'm obsessed Explain. with it. Explain. Have you like, always been obsessed with it? Yeah, I really like dressing up. I like parties. You know, yeah. Like, I think Kim Petras came out with a Halloween album a few years ago. And I went to see her in concert. It was like my last concert before quarantine. And she was like, when I told the record label that I wanted to do a Halloween album, they're like, no one's going to listen to this. She's like, you don't get it. Halloween is Christmas for queers. So that is, uh, you know, I'm not queer, but very good ally. I'm very strong ally, but I love it. I love Halloween. I have a million plans. I'm so excited. There is definitely a segment of people who just like Halloween is their like it's that that's their whole thing. I was never that person. I don't know why. Um, I feel like you see those people, especially living in the city. Like since Monday, I've just seen people just like living their lives in a costume just because just for fun. Yes. And they get a lot of joy from it. So yeah, on Sunday, I'm going to on actual Halloween, I'm going to see Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, cool. My cool. Are you going to wear a for, skeleton? Yeah, onesie? I am. Yes. My friend's opening for her. So. Oh, my God. Wow. Cool. Yeah, where is she? Where is she playing? Brooklyn Steel, which is a great venue. Oh, nice. I, love I really venue. love her covering the Bo Burnham song. It makes me so happy. I love her. Yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. So, so exciting. I mean, so we sort of took yesterday off from discussing Democratic negotiations on the spending package because we talk about it almost every day for the past like six weeks. And uh, things are changing really quickly. Yesterday, there was a flicker of hope for a billionaire tax. That was an exciting six hours, huh, Sammy? Yeah, I loved that. Just, I love a clean solution. And billionaires tax is an incredibly clean solution. Probably not for them, but like they can pay their accountants to figure it out. So, yeah, (laughs) exactly. So there was a flicker of hope for a potential billionaire tax, but Elon Musk and Mitt Romney and a bunch of other dudes threw a fit. And like within six hours, it had been taken back. 
This solution would have taxed capital gains on the unsold assets of billionaires. This comes up a lot, like when we talked about those big uh, ProPublica studies and investigations earlier this year, what they found was that like compared to the average American who pays about 14% of their you know total money in taxes, these billionaires are paying about 3% because of how they're moving their money around. Joe Manchin said he wasn't opposed to billionaires paying higher taxes per se. He just didn't want to single them out specifically. This tax would have applied to about 700 people in the country. Instead, now they're going to increase taxes just on millionaires. That's that's great, but remember a billion dollars is a th- is a thousand million. Like it's so much more money. It's so odd to me that like a man who ostensibly is, works in the democratic institution of government is against singling out <laughs> people, specific people for the benefit of everyone like so you're gonna piss off more people and make like yes millionaires are rich obviously they're rich but why would you why would you even fuck with like a you know the poorest rich people as success as greg from succession said when he was gonna get a five million dollar inheritance like why would you mess with those people when you could just piss off 700 700 people and really all it was is that like elon musk and mitt i I get you know obviously you need joe manchin to agree to this but like who cares if elon musk throws a fit like he does that anyway why does he get to be a thought leader this is also my question why does every man who once had a good idea get to be a fucking thought leader for the rest of his life? okay like the man once advertised an unbreakable (laughs) car and then at that presentation somebody broke the car like why does anyone listen to this man he's not he didn't even have a great idea he just had enough family money from emeralds that were like apartheid money honestly terrible bloody bloody money um and then he was able to make risky investments that's all these rich people is that they they have family money from exploiting people and then they make risky investments and then everyone's like oh whatever but i think joe manchin doesn't care about pissing people off it's so obvious like and also it's just interesting somebody pointed out on twitter there are no billionaires that live in West Virginia. There, you know, of the 700, none of so them live true. in West Virginia. They don't have residences. So it's like he's not even representing his constituents. Why would a billionaire want to live in West Virginia? No offense. Well, exactly. And that's the, that's the whole point of like his state fucking sucks. It's so <laughs> fucked up. And it's because he hasn't done anything right. to do. Like, he just like, there could billionaires be so many like him. And it's just like, well, what do you want? Like. And it's also like if we're talking about popularity, you know, taxing billionaires is popular on both sides of the aisle. Like and that's also it's just like it's really easy to get mad. I mean, yes, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sirenema, uh need all the fucking bad ill will towards them. But also it's like. But also Republicans aren't doing shit either. And like, I know they yeah. supposedly run after popular like under populist ideals. And they don't there. No one holds them accountable like we hold Democrats. And it's just it's just really frustrating to, to experience. I know. I know. I've been really I mean, I'm so upset about paid family leave. I know we all are. And like I'm trying to figure out how to message this in a way that is helpful to Democrats. But it's really hard. But it is like. We know when we talk about this, it's very easy for us to say, like, it's just Joe Manchin. It's just Joe Manchin. But the majority of voters like don't know that it's all 50 Republicans and Joe Manchin. Yeah. So it's like, 
when we these moments it's like I want to cause a scene I want to get get loud about things but I don't want the thing to stick in people's minds as like oh well that that time they said it was that one Democrat guy who is why they couldn't get paid family leave it's like literally the Republicans are doing not not a single one of them not a there are women not a single one Ivanka Trump was like parading around for four years trying to get paid family leave yeah it's really tough because it's like I mean, I think we talk about this every week where I'm like, <laughs> it's hard to want to like, support Democrats. Like, like people, you know, people are like, you have all three branches of government and like, we're not doing anything, you know, to, to, to that's what it seems like, even though there are like small things, it's like, yeah, how do we, you know, but then it's like Republicans aren't doing anything, but they don't care about doing anything. Yeah. They never said that they were going to do. I don't know. And the things that we're not doing are still just because we are like, they're still very obvious. Like, it's very obvious to most people. Like, why would why should 700 people get to hoard more wealth? Here's the kick. Here's the thing that they could never spend. These men will never be. It's just like they're they're blanky. They will never be able to spend this. And mm -hmm. then you're going to send hourly workers back to work like within weeks of having a C-section. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of the things I like to buy on Etsy have little dachshunds on them or are four dachshunds. Dottie's got a whole litany of new sweaters and harnesses and all kinds of fun stuff that we get lots of compliments on when we're out on walks. A gifting moment is always just around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. We all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate. Sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day. I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs, but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits healthier hair and skin. Yes, but beyond that too. Since I started using pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair. Even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high, it smells great, it looks fancy on the shelf, and I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. And Pros isn't just better for you. It's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription at pros.com slash feverdream. So get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash feverdream. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash feverdream. I do want to go through what is in the bill as of this morning, because this morning, Joe Biden, he, he he delayed his flight to Rome. He's going to meet the Pope. 
But he was like, I got to delay the flight. And he presented like a plan. The Pope understands. The best thing about Biden meeting the Pope is the fact that a couple like week or months ago, maybe remember those like American bishops were like, well, he can't take communion because he likes he's fine with abortion. And the Pope's Mm -hmm. like, come on in. No problem. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, they're political. Yeah. Yeah. But the Pope is not political. But yeah. Yeah. So this bill, it's one $0.85 $0.85 trillion. Remember, Bernie originally wanted 6 and then yeah, we came down to about 3.5. Now we're at 1.85. Yeah. What it does have, as I would say, it's really focused on like early childhood care and education, as well as mitigating some healthcare costs. And there are like unprecedented climate change things in here. But I mean, the asterisk there is that we haven't done that much. So what this does have is it has universal pre-K and limits childcare costs to a 7% of income for families. As I said, it has the biggest federal investment in climate change that's supposed to move the U.S. towards electric vehicles, away from natural gas and coal. And like I said, it dedicates billions to reducing healthcare costs. It extends the child tax credit, but only through 2023. And then it has like a lot of money, $100 billion here and there for things like education and elder care. It adds hearing to the Medicare expansion, which is healthcare for older people, but not vision and dental. So yeah. they can continue hearing, but not seeing or chewing. <laughs> and there is no lowering of prescription drug prices, no community college, and no paid family leave. Not four weeks, not two weeks, not a, not a day of paid family leave in this. I mean, it's just, look, I'm glad we got some stuff, but I, I also <laughs> feel like Okay, I don't want to be like, oh, thank you, thank you. Like, you you know, you couldn't even put four, two to four weeks of paid family leave in here. Like, every country has that. Women shouldn't even be going back to work for three months after they have a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that is medically, like, the fourth trimester, the baby starts hitting milestones at three months. Like, that is the earliest that women should be going back to work. And they... What's frustrating is that, like, even if you do not want to be a mother, this still hurts all women in the workforce Mm -hmm. because having fewer women in the workforce, which you will have, hurts all women. Like, that's how, obviously, like, DEI works. Like, that's the whole idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just sucks that, like, knowing that if you are an American, it's basically like a crapshoot whether or not you will receive assistance if you are in a vulnerable position. Like, oh, like... I guess, like, hope you lose your hearing rather than your vision because, mm-hmm. like, that's covered right. and th- this is not. Like, it's it's just such a – it's so ridiculous. Like, what moral justification is there for what this bill is? Yeah. Why would you have pre-K but not the, something for college. newborns? Like, it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's because they don't want women working. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I think, I'm I mean, done. that's, I saw a tweet of that this morning, and, and, and that's the only explanation at this point, which is that it's like, but also not want women working is such a fucking privileged place to come because, like, so most women, they have it so wrong because most women in this country do not have a choice. Yeah. They have no choice. And like you said, Sammy, it's like you run a company. I mean, what percentage of, of Betch's employees are women? Is it 95? Like, yeah, <laughs> 96, it's very high. 97. Yeah. And it's like a lot of people, those people, we have a great family leave policy. A lot of those people are going to like other everyone's companies. Use that, it. <laughs> yeah, but the places that can't provide that, you're right. Like what incentive do they have to hire women? Well, it's like, okay, think about something like basically what joe manchin doesn't want to pay is that like when someone goes on leave you basically are paying their salary even though they're not working Mm -hmm. joe manchin obviously sees it from the point of view of a business owner who's like 
pissed that they're paying a salary to someone who's not working. So in his mind, it's like, oh, like we can't let that, you know, we can't upset all these business owners and make them pay non-working people. Like that's where he's but, coming yeah. from. But doesn't this and bill Republicans, get, like, allow the federal government to help with that expense for businesses? Like, isn't that the point? Yeah. But they don't want the Not government of- to have to do it. Like they yeah, don't want exactly. it to they happen. Don't to, they don't want um, their tax dollars to to do that, right? They want like they don't think it's fair that our you know it yeah. should be going back to them, not to yeah, not to. And that's why I mean it's just know. like a fundamental issue that I feel like everybody learns in therapy a couple weeks in. It's like you are a person, and that is why you are valuable. You are not valuable because of your output in this yeah. economy or your productivity. But like every step of the way, Joe Manchin is just affirming that, like. You, are you only, only get to find that out if you can afford therapy. Sorry. Well, I know. And there you fucking go. A, a full circle. It's also like, to me, like community college not being free is so stupid because community college is like not expensive in general. Right. But compared to, to state school, you know, to, to other colleges. But it is like make or break to people that are going there like $3,000 a semester. And I feel like it's one of those things where it's like it costs more to try to hassle people down for money. Get the like all the like it's just easier if it was free and it would encourage more people to go. Um, And yeah, it's just why. Yeah, I don't understand why we're not doing more stuff like that or like welding or, you know, Mm -hmm. like programs like that should be free. I mean, all of that would be an investment in the economy, or wasn't that the exact argument that they gave us when you when they told us to take student loans, that you will yeah. be more valuable because your human capital is more valuable and can fetch a higher price on the market? So yeah. in theory, wouldn't that at grand scale improve the entire country's economy if, you, if the economy full of workers are skilled and educated and like, it just doesn't make... It doesn't make any sense. It's just they don't really want. They want to like kind of run the country like oligarchs or like as close yeah. as they can. To that. I, it's just embarrassing. I mean, I just think about like I was thinking about this today, Millie. I can't remember exactly the context when it last came up, but you were telling us about like a movie that shows somebody like immigrating to America, and it's like America's basically yeah. a scam. It's like you come here, sure, but then it's like you're on your own. We don't help you at all. Yeah, like. For some people, we make the bare minimum to survive accessible, but like we just, it's just so like what kind and that's fine with Joe Manchin. I'm like, it's just so unpatriotic to me to not want to like, and when Joe Manchin says things like we can't afford it, the issue is like he's just reinforcing this scarcity mindset with the way we currently collect tax revenue, sure, but we just there's 700 people who have more money than they will ever be able to spend and like some of the issue with this billionaire tax that came up yesterday and i could not roll my eyes more was that it could be like unconstitutional i think it's i think it's not unconstitutional because of the billionaires i think it's unconstitutional because they don't technically have the money yeah when i first read that i was like but it's like you shouldn't or a group no but then it's like but then you shouldn't be able to borrow against your hypothetical money which is how they continue to make money. Like, it, yeah. so you can only reap the advantages of your hypothetical money, but none of the consequences of your hypothetical money. Like, decide if you have this money or not and, like, pay. Right, exactly. But it's because the American dream is really a lottery. 
It's not like a ladder. Ooh, they claim yeah. that it's a ladder, but in reality, it's a lottery. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe you have the hearing problem and not the vision problem. <laughs> like, you know, it's, yeah. Like, who you were born to is really the ticket that you're getting. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a lottery, but, you know, you have higher chances of winning based on a lot exactly. of things, right? It's like your privilege is your number of entries almost. Yeah, exactly. And then it's also like, it's a lottery, but they really advertise it as a ladder. Yes. And the people at the bottom are, you know, again, are bad and stupid and lazy. And the people at the top, even though they've had 10 ways to, they enter their email, phone number, or whatever, <laughs> like they have 10, 15 ways of entering. They were always yeah. going to have a higher chance of winning. Like, yeah, but... Totally. It's it's just super it it's just super disappointing. What I what what seemed like a solution to me th- that it is really disappointing that wasn't implemented. Um, Corey Bush and Jamal Bowman were on the Sunday shows a few weeks back, like two weeks back or something, and they were like, "Listen, of course we want everything. Three point five was the compromise, um, but if they are gonna cut it, we shouldn't cut programs. We should cut duration." So, like, it should have been, instead of cutting family lead or some shit, it should be, like, instead of 10 years, we should do it for five years or three years or four years. So, that seemed like a really healthy solution for me. And, obviously, it's because they know that once we people have stuff exactly. there, it's going to be hard to get, you know, to, like, not get it continued. Yeah, that would have been the smart political they did that solution. With, they did that with the tax credit, which seems smart. Like, I'm sure 2023 is not an accident. Keep it in place for the midterms. Yeah, I I wonder why. Maybe well, it's just a more like, complex. I process. think it's because Joe Manchin probably right fundamentally doesn't think that we should have any of that, you know. And it's like this whole entitlement society bullshit. Well, yeah, he's not giving a number. Kids, it's yeah, not it's really not even, about the number. Like they it's, say, it's it's about the number, and then when you lower the number, then it becomes about the programs. So it's not actually exactly. about the number. It's actually about the programs. I agree. I thought that der- that that duration thing might have a chance, and that would make so much more sense because it would be a better political solution. You get the mm-hmm. American people like into it. Plus, you actually give the things to the people like that you're promising. Yeah. So it just doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they can't get it together. Well, because Joe like, Man- it's like every time they talk to Joe Manchin, because I've been like I've been watching um like Manu Raju, the CNN congressional reporter's Twitter feed, because he just has like mostly meaningless updates all day that change constantly, but they're still fun to watch. And uh, it's like every time reporters swarm uh, Joe Manchin, it's like he's shocked he's been asked. It's like he's a guy at the state fair, somebody <laughs> asking him an opinion, and he just is like. Well, you know, it just seems irresponsible that my ten, my grand, my, I have ten grandkids. I don't want them paying for this. It's like, sir, dude, give this some thought. Also, okay, both of you, did you see the thing I just put in the chat? We have to react to it live. This is a tweet of Mitt Romney and Kirsten Cinema performing the Ted Lasso scene, where Ted Lasso gives biscuits to his boss. But in this scene, Mitt Romney is giving biscuits to Kirsten Cinema. This was posted today. Don't fucking do this is not what they're f- doing at work. I also, can't. is is this not a passive aggressive like? Thank you, Kirsten Cinema. You're the Republicans' boss. Well, I didn't get it because I didn't just watch Ted Lasso. Um, um, you know, I've already tweeted like multiple times today. Uh, Mitt Romney for using <laughs> Ted Lasso. I did make a meme that says Republicans should eat a dick. Um, <laughs> 
it's just like the thing about Ted Lasso is that the whole thing is that he's like for, first season it's like he's nice and he's bringing kindness into a field and uh, an industry that doesn't have a lot of kindness and then the second season is all about him dealing with his own mental health issues mm-hmm. so it's like right I'd like really to- <laughs> fucked up that Mitt Romney and like I don't understand. It's kind of like when people teased uh, Chrissy Teigen for watching Parasite and like then tweeting about how her grandma or her mom loses AirPods every two minutes. It's just like, how do you consume media and not like try to understand the deeper message? It's like, oh, Ted Lasso has a southern accent and he's an American guy. It's like, no, it's about kindness. And you are fucking cruel. You are a cruel person and you have no morals. Fuck you, Mitt Romney. Yeah. There was yeah. a there was like a kind of viral Twitter thread, um, like maybe earlier this month that like somebody sincerely asked, "Would Ted Lasso be a Republican or have voted for Trump?" And there were like a lot of really thoughtful answers. And the, and the final so answer to, was no. So I can find out. Okay. He definitely Wait, would have. I just would not I, don't, have. I do want to point something out. This is what they're doing at work. Like this is actually exactly. their exactly. work hours when they barely exactly. even work in general. Like they work exactly. way less than anyone at Betches works. And this definitely. is what they're doing. They just went on a vacation, too. It's not their job to make content. Right, like, why Start are they making content? content? <laughs> That's what I'm confused about. Like, this make looks like... laws. <laughs> make laws, not content. <laughs> That's I mean, we should send them shirts. Is over. We should. We should American send them exceptionalism is over. The shit is it never was. America well, has never always was. been great at marketing. Like, oh, we're so independent. July 4th, which is really July 2nd. Um, like, like our constitution is so amazing. Like we are all free except for a lot of you. Like it's just all like America's I once read this book called Fantasyland. It was by Kurt Anderson and it really explains so much about, it basically gives the history of like Americans believing in bullshit and like how we've all along sort of like sold ourselves like on like so much bullshit. Like even the people who came to America like for freedom were actually just like, they wanted to be free to be more strict religiously. Like Mm -hmm. there's, so it's not that like America is this like, you know, free land. It's like, actually they were just like sucked so much that no one even wants to deal with them back there. Like, yeah. And then they don't want to pay fucking taxes. Yeah. And then, then, so it takes you from that to like, you know, just sort of all the like, scams that Americans have believed in and it's like we're a very religious country we're always looking for like a solution like a a magic pill like it's a great book I highly recommend it quite dense Um, but it proves the point we buy our own bullshit yeah I I gotta say like reason I remember um, when I came back from Colombia and I was just like America's a lie (laughs) America's a lie but another thing that I was thinking about which is like again like my whole life I mean Colombia did change a lot politically and it's not to say like it's a utopia there is big issues but it's just like a lot of times like you know the media just lets you think that like all these other countries are primitive and we're super advanced and then in Colombia they have this like this this thing to like end congestion and like also like emissions and global warming of like if you have a certain you know every car like if your license plate ends in like an odd number you can only drive mondays wednesdays and fridays and then like the other you know whatever and like the entire like country or city adheres to that and all this and i'm just like 
Americans would never. We could never. You know what I mean? We could never. And it's just like, or even everyone's wearing a helmet. Like, really strictly, everyone's wearing a helmet. And people are wearing masks. The anti-mask shit is just like... That's just an American thing. It doesn't exist. Well, that's what they said about like Puerto Rico is the most vaccinated place in the United States. And they're like, it's because this is not we have lots of political divisions and challenges, but masking and vaccines like did not fit into them. Nobody politicized this. That makes no sense. Like exactly. People watched the science and everybody encouraged vaccination. The only thing exceptional about Americans is that we've managed to maintain like a toddler's mindset on like a like a fully cultural level like definitely it's my freedom i'm gonna like yeah yeah our mythologies we definitely uh, reinforce we all dread the what should we have for dinner question i mean i know i do i love a home-cooked meal but i don't always have the time energy or groceries to make it happen being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to home chef over the other guys Home Chef's meals are effortless, so I can spend less time trying to be Top Chef and more time watching it. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you never have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homechef.com slash feverdream. That's homechef.com slash feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. Homechef.com slash feverdream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Since we're all especially frustrated this week, and it's Halloween... I told you about this morning. I thought we could we could harness the power of the moment and have it our inner witches. None of us are professional witches, and I do believe it is an art and a profession that should be respected. But <laughs> we're going to do what we can, and, and I want to put some hexes on people. Mm-hmm. So according to Wikipedia, a hex is any expressed wish achieved through spiritual or supernatural powers that some form of adversity will befall or attach one or more persons, a place, or an object. That being said, important disclaimer here, we're all kidding. Everybody's uh, kidding. LOL, LOL, LOL. <laughs> Somebody hex Richard Spencer. I believe it. Why? Oh, yeah. Oh, Richard Spencer is like super broke now, got divorced. The, the, the like, alt, like alt right guy, yeah. super broke yeah. now, divorced, like his life is ruined. Oh, someone let's do him. this. Great. Okay. Yeah. Obsessed. Obsessed. I'm, I'm, Sammy. I'm, I'm, I'm a guessing. I'm thinking it's when someone, that guy punched him. 
Um, yeah. That was a hit. Oh, wow. That's when it transferred. Interesting. Oh, my God. I hope no one does anything yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, who, who would you like to put a hex on this Okay, weekend? I'm putting a hex on Donald Trump. The man is lurking in the background. He's ready to come <laughs> back. He's the Republicans' only actual hope of, like, getting back into power. And we got to get a serious hex on him before the Republicans potentially win the House. And I promise you they will make him the speaker because they can and they will. So let's hex Donald Trump. Um, let's do it. He's my guy. Formerly hexed. Millie, how about you? Mm, it's really tough. I know I said earlier. You can do a couple. Uh, Joe Manchin. I, so Joe Manchin, Kirsten Cinema. It's it's just obvious. A hex on them, a hex on their houses. Kirsten Cinema dresses <laughs> a like. A hex on their house boats. What if we lose the majority because of this? We uh, won't. Of We're not real witches. Right, right. right they're right. not. They're, what majority? It don't right, matter. Exactly. We can't get anything done. Well, if we Mitch McConnell were the majority done. leader. Okay, well, my hex, my hex relates to uh, to the, this majority, actually. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's my hex. Uh, my hex is also Kirsten's outfits. <laughs> please, please. See, here's what mine would be. And to be clear, we're talking about adversity. I don't want anything bad to happen to this person. Yeah, we well, anything tragically die. bad. I don't want her. I don't want them to die. I'm going to hex Susan Collins. Susan Collins is the Republican senator from Maine, as we know. Mm-hmm. When a senator steps down, the governor of the state can appoint their replacement. The governor of Maine is currently a Democrat who is a woman. If Susan Collins were to be befallen by some sort of adversity and that I hope is non-lethal, uh, <laughs> then she could no longer serve in the Senate. She would likely be replaced with a Democrat, rendering at least either Kristen Cinema or Joe Manchin irrelevant. I think I would rather her render Joe Manchin irrelevant. But uh, I, there's probably other states that have Republicans and Democratic senators. But uh, Susan Collins just came came first. She mind. deserves it. Interesting. Okay. You sound like you just wrote a contract. <laughs> I think that's what yeah, witchcraft Susan is. Susan Collins is, is a good one. Yeah. Uh, for another Halloween segment... I asked you guys if you could be haunted by the ghost of any historical figure, any, mm. for the rest of your life, who would it be? Uh, am I going first again? Yeah. Okay. If you're um, ready. I really had a hard time thinking about this because, like, everyone in the past kind of sucks. But um, I would pick, <laughs> um, you know, Rebecca from the Taylor Swift song, The Last Great American Dynasty? <laughs> yes. She seems like she'd be a great time. She's like, you know swimming drinking you know play you know placing bets on shit i'd love to hang out with her i think she at at the very least she would inspire art yeah (laughs) Um, what do you got historical figure i feel like it could be any pop culture figure i guess any person who's dead is historical yeah okay okay (laughs) so two people i would do amelia Earhart just because i'm like where did you go how did you Um, die bitch how did you die? I, like, <laughs> was it instant or did she really land on an island yeah. and like hang out? Which I feel like I feel like might be the case. Um, and then I would do Mama Cass from Mamas and the Papas. <laughs> I, it makes me really sad how she Very died. Thoughtful. She died like diet pills and all Ugh. this shit, like trying to get skinny. Ugh. And I feel like if she was alive now, she would like, I don't know. It's, there's just some people I'm like, uh, I w- they were just born in the wrong era. Yeah. Like if she was alive now doing what she was doing, she would 
she would i mean it, i don't know then i think about adele but anyway um yeah <laughs> she would have an easier time at least but yeah those yes, are the right two definitely Man, yeah. who's yours yeah. mine is yeah. so so like etsy generic but it would definitely be rbg because I just feel like she wouldn't be that imposing. I feel like she would have her own like life in the afterlife. Like she wouldn't really bother me that much. She would just sort of show up like when she didn't like my outfit or something. She's very diminutive, so I, I think she wouldn't be like super scary or imposing. <laughs> She'd just sort of pop up and be like, do better. <laughs> and who doesn't need that? That episode was only okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so funny. I'm like, when they haunt you, do they haunt you as how they died or in their younger selves? Because then I'm how sure young well, RGB was annoying. <laughs> maybe they get to pick. Maybe they get to pick. I feel like RBG would be fine in, in any. I definitely was was thinking of her and her like least threatening, like four foot 11, 88 year old potential. Yeah. Is yeah, she wearing she her robes in the afternoon? She's definitely wearing her robe. She's always wearing her. She like wears her descent collar when she doesn't like something I'm doing. Or she's just like not yeah. happy with how things are going. Yeah. But yeah, like if you not. went to school with our, our like <laughs> she she would be annoying. She would remind the teacher that of homework. Yeah, for um, sure. She would take up. A, yeah. It, or both hers be, and her husband's classes. Yeah. I already oh, live God. with a lawyer full time and it's very exhausting. So uh, yeah, adding another one. I feel like I'm ready, but it would be it would be too much. It would Interesting. Be a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has been a fun Halloween episode. That was, that was our show. Um, you know, I hope our hexes do work. I hope they don't work. I guess we'll find out. We'll see if uh... <laughs> she needs to say both just in case. <laughs> I allegedly hope yeah, the hexes work. <laughs> the Daily Caller has like patches up, puts puts hexes. I hope everyone has a, a safe and wonderful Halloween weekend. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Sage, and I'm Millie Tamaris. And this is the Betches Sub Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.